Hello and welcome to Faith Blooms. We're so glad you're here. Let's talk a moment about our relationship with Jesus. Do you know who Jesus is? Do you know if he's your personal savior? Do you know if you have been healed, forgiven? Have you repented? Have you said, Lord, here I am. Take me, use me, mold me. If those weren't words that you've not used yet, then let's talk about how we can get there tonight. So we're going to have a couple points to this. The first way that you're going to get deeper with Jesus is if you put yourself in a habit of coming to God, coming to him for prayer, coming to him for Bible reading. I don't know how many of you read your Bibles on a daily basis or how many of you just listen to the Bible. There is no wrong way as long as you're getting the word of God, but I prefer to listen as I read. When I listen and read the word of God, I learn more. But when I take my time and I read the word of God and not have another voice with it, and I go through and I highlight my points and I go and work out the rest of my things, man, is my Bible time even more productive. What do I mean by productive? I don't mean like I sit up and pray project list and if I don't get it done then you know I'm gonna get a hell no that's not the way it is what I'm talking about is are you sitting there saying hmm I don't know why my life isn't the way I think it should be why isn't Jesus working in my heart tonight that's not the way it is Good morning, everybody. Welcome to Faith Blooms. Have you ever had a calling on your heart to do something that the Lord has said, but you haven't quite figured out how to do it? Or maybe it's something bigger than what you've ever thought about doing. If that's you, well, stay tuned because we're here to talk about that today. Thank you for joining us. If you like us, give us a, a like. And if you would like to subscribe to our videos, hit the subscribe button. So today we're going to be talking about how we can find out by um, digging into the Word of God, what God wants us to do, what He's sending us out to do, and why we should do it or why we shouldn't do it. So the song by um, Chris Bray, Here I Am Lord, it is one of my favorite songs. It's one I grew up with. And as I I think of this song when God says, you know, won't you do this? He says, here I am, Lord. Is it I, Lord? Have you been calling me in the night? So these are all things that we ask ourselves and ask God when we do what we do. So the Lord laid it upon my heart many years ago to love and worship him. Then he called me one time to be a Sunday school teacher and I loved that job very much. So then he called me into a, 
a different ministry. He called me into the singing ministry and I sang for a couple years. And then a couple years ago, God called me back into the teaching um, aspect of church. And so I became a Sunday school teacher for the nursery. So then once that happened, God laid on this whole vision for me of how this was supposed to look and how it was supposed to be planned out and done. So as I I went around praying about it for a while before I said something to someone, and the day I decided to say something to someone was the same day that the person that normally worked in the nursery decided she was going to retire. So that was totally 100% God saying, Jennifer, go for it. Go for it. You've got this. So as I think about those days and how great joy there was and how strengthened and refreshed I felt with God and how wonderful it felt to be doing what God has called me to do. I think about what maybe God might be calling us to do now and how we are receiving that. Maybe it's something really hard that God wants you to do. Maybe he wants you to be a foster parent and maybe not ever adopt. Maybe he wants you to be a um, a factory worker and your body just can't take it. Maybe he's calling you into missions on the other side of the world, but your family is here on this side. When God calls us to do these things, he's not calling for if we want to. He's calling because he has made a plan for us. I think of Jonah and the whale and how God asked Jonah to go somewhere. And I'm not going to tell you all the story, but... God asked Jonah to do something, and Jonah didn't do it. And instead, he went the opposite way, and he was going on his own merry way. But what happened is Jonah ended up in the belly of a whale. God said, I'm going to bring that whale, and I'm going to have that whale like encamp you in its stomach. So Jonah lived in this whale's stomach for days. And God said, are you going to do what I ask you to do? No, I'm not going to do what you ask me to do. I can live in the belly of the whale forever. Well, no. God says, you're going to do what I ask you to do. Have you ever had a parent say, go clean your room, and you're like, eh, I don't want to? Yeah, I've been there. I've done that. And now I'm the parent saying, I told you to go clean your room or else. That or else is like God saying, I'm going to tell you, you're going to go on this trip and you're going to help these people build these houses or else, you know, here's my wrath. Well, in my instance, it was simply taking on a different job of such to fulfill a need in our church. So I fulfilled this um, task. I loved working there. And then God said, you're not done. God says, I'm still working on you. You're an unfinished project. And until you're done, you'll just continue to do as I say. So I was in Bible study and I was in, you know, my own little prayer form. And I, 
I did the U version every day. I did reading the word every day and I was digging deep every day and I was Bible journaling and I was just note taking and I was 100% into it. And one day um, things changed. Some people would say that COVID hit. I would say it hit before COVID. Mine hit when um, about a few weeks before COVID. And there was just something going on in our lives. And I was like, I am trying to take care of this. And I'm trying to take care of this. And I forgot to lean on God. And so he said, well, you don't want to do what I want you to do then you're just going to have to suffer for it. He's like, do you understand? I'm not going to make you suffer like a painful death or anything like that. He's like, I want you to know what it feels like not to have your prayers answered. So, as I go on through this little story, the story is that God lays something on our hearts. He might call you to be a big sister to a girl across the road. He might call you to be a friend to the elderly 10 blocks up. He might even be calling you to go to a different state, country, or even a different school. And telling you, I want you to do this. Is there something that God's been leading you to that you're not doing? For years, I struggled with it. I did. I truly struggled with what God wanted me to do. Because I said, Lord, I know this is what you want me to do. But I don't understand how I'm going to do it. Because, Lord, I don't want to go back to school. I don't want to go back to school. Because I didn't do good in school. And the thought of it makes me almost nauseous. So God said, well, you don't want to do it this way, so we'll teach you this way. So as um, my past pastor pastor would say, he pestered slash pastored me into the position I have at this time. So at this time, I currently am the Christian Education Coordinator for our church. I am currently um, kind of like the um, connection person at our church. So if I see you and you're new, we'll come up to you, we'll welcome you in, we'll get to know you, try to figure out where you can best be useful in our church, maybe where you're best useful how we can best um, help you on your road to wherever God is leading you to. So that is my calling. My calling was to, um, so I thought that was my calling. And then God said, well, why are you not teaching and preaching the word of God? Why are you not sharing my word? And I'm like, look, I have a YouTube channel. It's not going nowhere. I've tried this. I've tried a blog. I've tried a YouTube channel. And now I'm trying a podcast. So if you can't find me on a podcast, you can't find me on YouTube, and you can't find me on my blog, guess what? 
it's because I didn't try. But you can find me on my blog. You can find me on my podcast. And you can find me, maybe not currently, but you can find videos of Faith Blooms on YouTube. So you have to do what God says to do. But right now, my struggle is um, keeping everybody contained and um, feel feel like they've got everything they need so that I can do what I need to do. And what that means is I might be helping other people right now, but right now I need to help me. So as I say this to you, I'm like thinking about what I'm saying and I'm like, oh yeah, I do need to help myself. So I started out, um, something I started a couple years ago. I started a, a different Bible study. And this Bible study I did a couple years back, and it it brought lots of joy to my life. It brought lots and lots of things to my life. Um, Many blessings, many um, answers to prayer in different ways. So this is like almost six years ago this happened. And I decided I was going to redo it. Well, I'm almost done with this Bible study, and I'm kind of like still finding it hard to get very deep with Jesus and to reconnect our our flame that we once had. I was on fire for Jesus, and right now I'm kind of like, I love Jesus. I want to be led by Jesus. I want to glorify Jesus. I want to do everything I can for Jesus, but there's a step that is missing. How can we fill this step? How can I make that connection? If I would live through it, I would say, God, just electrocute me and (laughs) restart my heart and make it work for you. But because I don't know if I would live through that, I'm just going to simply ask God to come into my heart and into my life. And anything and everything that is not of him, I pray that he would remove it today. And I'm going to ask him to pray for, watch and pray over me and to protect me and to strengthen me and to relentlessly keep searching for him. Because sometimes we feel that we're in the spot where, you know, you're running up the hill, you're running up the hill, you're running up the hill. And all of a sudden you're at this plateau and you're like, oh, I've made it to this hill. I'm good. I'm not saying I'm a bad Christian. I'm just saying that I'm not where I want to be with God. Where I once was. And I want to be even more. Maybe it's my OCD. Maybe it's my constant thought of, you know, am I enough? I don't know what it is, but... This is the time that I'm about to just hit the hit the bricks and say, this is for real. If you don't know who Jesus is, it's time you find him. He can be found by just calling out his name. You have to open, you have to knock on that door. He has to open it, because he'll open it if you really want in. You have to ask for what you're asking for, and it will be given. He says, knock and the door will be open. Ask and you will seek. 
and you will find the treasures of your heart in him. That is not all put together the way I want it to, to be, but that is basically it. Trust in the Lord with all of your heart, not partial heart. It says trust in the Lord with all of your heart. Proverbs 3, 5. Are you trusting with all of your heart to God? Are you giving him everything you've got? Are you giving him, you know, your family, your history, your today, your tomorrow, your every day? Are you giving him those secret things that just hold you back from being real? Are you standing there thinking, uh-huh, I've got God and God's got me. It's cool. Or are you sitting there trembling because you know there's something that you haven't given to God? If you if you're in that spot, I ask that you close your eyes, that you bow your head, and that you just remember that through these few ABCs for Christ, you can you can do it all. So the first one is you have to acknowledge. You have to acknowledge that you need him. You need to be, believe that he is real. And C, you must confess your sins to him. A, B, and C. And if you do not, you will be D, denying him. And you'll be denying yourself the fullest riches. So I like to keep my ABCs. I don't want to learn the letter D. I don't know where you are. If you've hit D and you need to go back through your ABCs and learn them again. The A, B, C. In Jesus' name we pray. We want to acknowledge Him. We want to believe in Him. And we want to confess our sins in Him. Let's close out with prayer. Lord, we thank you. And we ask a blessing over us. And we ask that you would help us to learn the ABCs of um, a relationship with you, Lord. We need to acknowledge you. We need to believe in you. And we need to confess our sins. And Lord, today I claim in the name of Jesus that I know you. I believe in you. And I commit all my sins that I've ever made, Lord, to you. I, I pray that you forgive me for them. I pray that you forgive me for when my anger gets bad. And I pray that you forgive me when I get sad about silly things. And Lord, I pray that you would forgive those who are listening. And I pray that you would just help each person to grow deeper in the word of Jesus Christ, our Lord, God, and Savior. Lord, I pray that this word of God could be in all countries, all states, all unions. Lord, I pray that the word of God will be everywhere and that your word would just be multiplied ten times over in the name of Jesus, I pray. Lord, help us to learn more about you. Help us to dig deeper and to relentlessly search for you until the days that we are called home. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right, y'all. Have a great day. I'm so glad you were here to be with us. Bye-bye.
Hi, everybody. Welcome to Faith Bloom's podcast. I'm here today to talk to you about my growth, my journey with Jesus. Um, as I've grown up and become a, a woman and a mom and a wife and things that have happened in my faith walk. So clear back when I was a young girl, we attended the Catholic Church in town. We went to Sunday school. We did all the programs there every Sunday. There wasn't a day you, a Sunday you didn't go unless you were sick. So as I got older and things changed in my life, so did my Sunday school time, which I took an absence from. And then I went to completely non-existing as far as my Christian faith. So then in 2000 and no, not 2004, sorry, 1994, I met this man that later became my husband. And we dated from 1994 until 2000, or until, well, we got married in 1997. And so when we got married in 1997, we chose to go to his church. And that was a Nazarene church in the country. And it wasn't anything like church growing up, but it was different. It wasn't the same old thing. So, um, we went to that church for many years. I think we went like 10 years. Let's just say 10 years. Cause I don't remember how many I actually went, but, um, and then as our kids were growing up, we had a couple kids and they were growing up and one was getting ready to go off into the air force and the other one was turning like four and, um, well, life happened in between the the amount of kids and children's church and not having programs for the kids, we decided to start looking for a new church. Nevertheless, we, we, many things happened in the year of 2013. So in the year of 2013, was it 2013? Yes. 2013. We, um, started going to a new church no, we didn't start going to the new church. I'm sorry. We moved into our new home. We um, had a child that was related to my son um, that I cared for for four and a half years. In 2015, we um, were told that we had to give up this child, which was four and a half at that time. When that happened and we didn't have anything really going on at the church that we were attending, we chose to move to find a new church. We were looking for a church family that could support us no matter our age, our childhood status or not, you know. So we looked and we probably looked for about six months and the man that we, that built this house, um, he had passed away and we attended his funeral and we went to the after viewing or the after the wake, I guess is what it's called. I'm not good with names. Anyhow, we attended this church out in this country setting and it was just a little white church, little white country church all by itself. And I'm like, mm, 
okay, well, we'll go in. We'll, you know, we'll have the lunch and whatever. And we'll go home and be on about our merry way. This church was like 10 minutes from where we lived. We never had thought about going to that church. We heard great things about it, but just had never really committed to go check that church out. We were thinking churches five minutes down the road, quicker than that possible. So we, we checked out like the Nazarene church. We checked out the Christian Christian Union church in, in a town like 30 minutes away. We checked out um, one in in the town that we live in. And then we checked out a couple of different, like different churches, bigger churches, little churches, you name it, we tried it. So finally, when we went to that funeral, we found out about the history of this church. And I was just sitting here kind of listening to the women talk about this man and what all he had done for this church and how he had lived his life in a great godly way and that, you know, they all knew he was up in heaven telling God that, you know, he could build something for him, you know. And anyhow, so we we're sitting here and I'm just eating my my dinner and listening to these tales about this man. And they tell me the story about the man who made a flat board curve. And I was like, what? But no way. Anyhow. This man, the man that built my house, um, had taken a flat piece of wood, a big long piece of wood, a beam that is, and he made it curve to go into this little curved um, entryway that was kind of like um, oval at the top, and he made it, he made that piece of wood bend. They argued and argued, no, you couldn't do it, and so I said, well, you know what, before I leave this church, I have to see this beam that was placed in there that couldn't have been placed in any other way than by God. And so I walked into the sanctuary and they showed me the, the thing and I sat there for a minute and I'm like, I had never heard the music there. I had never heard somebody preach from there. I knew nothing about this church except for this gentleman um, went attended that church. And I had totally fell in love with the people from that funeral um, dinner and the building itself. And I just said, okay, God, this is me. We've been looking for a while. If this is the church you want us to attend, then Lord, just make a way. And so we went home that night and I kept talking about it. Well, maybe we should check that church out. No, we don't want to check that church out. It's, it's 10 minutes away. You don't want to do that. And so finally, Sunday morning, we got up, we got ready, and we went to this church. Met several people um, that we had no clue who they were. But everybody was welcoming. They loved us. You know, just, just felt like family. Long story short, well, we've been there five, six years now. And I absolutely still love it. I can fall in love back with that church each and every Sunday. It has nothing to do with who the pastor is. It has nothing to do with what music is played. It has nothing to do with what 
events the church has going on. I simply am in love with that church and the way God just moves his Holy Spirit in that church. So, that is my story about my church relationship. Where did I grow the most? I grew the most where we're currently going. This little chapel on the side of a road is the church that's for me. And, you know, I have grown tenfold from where I was. I knew who God was before. I knew that he loved me and I was to love him and I was to follow his rules. But to get down to it and open that Bible and know where I was supposed to be in a Bible, I was lost up until that point. And I started digging into the word of God and getting comfortable with that word of God. And I just, you know, just really digging in. And to say that today I can tell you where every chapter or every chapter of the book is, who it is, and if I've read it or not. That's pretty amazing to me. Before I leave, I wanted to tell you that we're changing up some things with um, Facebook and um, YouTube. So Faith Blooms with Jennifer on Facebook is a private group that you can ask to be a part of. And we can accept you or deny you. But, you know, I haven't denied anybody yet. I also have Faith Blooms on YouTube, and we talk about how to build our relationships with God and how to journey into our faith and dig into the Word of God. Um, come check us out. Um, we'd be happy to have you as part of our community or, or, and our family. And if you would like to help, if you'd like for me to help you find a church nearby to yourself. Um, please leave a comment or, you know, contact us via Facebook or YouTube or wherever. But I just wanted to let you know there is hope to finding a church that you can belong to. A place that you can call your spiritual home. Don't forget that God always loves you. He's always there for you. He has the plan for you. You just have to be willing to open the eyes of your heart to find that plan. So until next time, I pray that you will all be safe, that you will find joy in the word of God, and that you will dig deeper into his message and relationship with each other. Have a good day. Goodbye.